Mic check, mic check, mic check. One, two. All right, half hour black power, we back. Finally. Been a minute. Let me put your camera on cue right there, my live. Yeah. You probably forgot how you look. I'm here. You still got the gun alive going on. Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we back in the episode of Half Hour Black Power. It's probably been what, half a year? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's been almost a half About a year. About March, maybe? I don't know the last time we dropped the episode. We did one in the middle, but somewhere between January and now, I think we only did one episode. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to give all blame to Q. Q. I take uh, it. You know, I was still able to record. You know, I'm out here. I recorded one a little <laughs> while ago. I'm recording right now. I've been up since 5 in the morning. No big deal. Yeah. But Q with hard man to catch sometimes. He trying to get that money. Got to. It's not like yeah. that independent money now. It's a, it's a different ball game. It ain't, it ain't a whole lot of days off. But I was talking to somebody. I th- actually, I just did a podcast a little while ago, and we talked about independence during the end of the podcast because of what they're trying to do now. And I was telling her, I said, well... And this, we could talk like this too among mm-hmm. two black men. It's so different when you got a machine behind you, right? Yeah. And you're doing something, but you're willing to take a, less money because that machine is pushing so much and got so many connections. We're talking mm-hmm. about a little while, machines mm-hmm. connections, right? Yeah. <laughs> machines connections. They got so many connections, so many other avenues. And you know that it's not all on you to make that ends meet to yeah, make, exactly. make your money as opposed to you being independent and mm-hmm. if you fail, you don't get paid. Man, you know, I can honestly say at my at my old job. In my old job. Yeah. I actually busted my ass for them. Exactly, exactly. So, and I know I did. So for the same thing to, you're doing now. Hey, so I know I had to work harder for myself. So I'm like, if I can't give them all that, if I can't give it all to myself too, so. That's 100. If I put 100% with them, I had to put 200% behind my own shit. Oh, yeah. And, and people give you that, you know, they tell you that, you know, sometimes jobs pay you so much more to, uh, so you won't go, uh, you know, get your dreams. I don't believe in that per se, mm-hmm. but I do think they pay you that much money as if say like, well, how much I'm paying you to do this? But really, if you look at how much they're paying you, how much could you really mm-hmm. get yourself and take the whole pie? You know and what I'm saying? Just, the, the, just being able to, you can kind of control your own destiny. And that's the part, that's the part that I like. Even when I did work, I liked, I used to like working commission. What's good, Trev? Because yeah, working, even working commission, you can kind of, you know, you can kind of control it a little bit. But this, yeah, with this right here, it's, you don't work, you don't eat. And but I, I actually like that kind of pressure. But I always preach independence, and I think that, and this is off topic, what we're gonna talk about in a minute. But since we live, I want to talk about them so they can relate to. I think when you take uh, that Dame Dash Breakfast Club interview, mm-hmm. and he was talking about how. You know, working for the man, you a sucker. Now, do I do I agree with his the way he went about it? No, I feel like I do feel as though that he means what he says and he really feels that way mm-hmm. about calling somebody boss, da da da, leaving stuff for your kids, this, that, and third. So many perks to being independent that mm-hmm. we don't really look at as opposed to just working with a machine that got something already going for a little while. Get that blueprint, come bring it back and do your yeah, own right. thing, right? Yeah, exactly. But when you talk about uh, independency, you really got to be a gambling man, gambling person to really. Succeeding this because, like Dame said, one thing he said was he don't keep money, so to speak. Everything he get, he put it back out so he can make money back. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're not gonna win. You're not gonna win. Being independent, you're not gonna win. That's you got. Whether you're a rapper or whatever you're doing, independent, you gotta go in your pocket to Mm -hmm. make money. I know it sound it sound backwards, but you gotta go in your pocket to make money. You gotta invest in yourself. Money don't make money. Every day you got every day so you gamble you, on yourself. Yeah, you gamble it, but I, I I would bet on myself before I bet on anybody else because I've tried it before, and after I think I've been laid off, not fired. I've technically been laid off one four times, laid off in the middle of 
what I thought was a great paying job. In the middle, <laughs> in the, in the middle of busting your ass, my yeah, else. for somebody else. I've been so, laid off, so I'm like, if I lose this job here, it's gonna be because I get you, fired. But I'm the only person who can fire. You were still able to go on vacation. You still did some most of the things you ever do anyway. You just gotta work harder. You just gotta work harder for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, before you got a machine, you come in. You got a machine where I do this, do this. My system down, we can't do it today. Cool. System down now, you worry. Like, oh, what's going on? System yeah, down, the money now. Figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> you know you gonna figure it out. ASAP. So like, it hey, puts you in a different, different mind frame of how you attack anything you do on a daily day, on a daily basis. And you so, have to move different too, because it ain't you can't you can't be like, I don't care. Or whatever. I I'll say, do it later. I, I, <laughs> I, say all that, I say all that to say that this episode is sponsored by Quintessential Designs. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Quintessential uh, Designs. We're recording here right now. Uh, give me the address, there. please. Um, 2745 Tobacco Road. 2745 Tobacco Road. You're going to get... If you're from Southside, you're right across the street from the old Super C's. Old Super C's. Okay, that that's sounds the, that's amazing. That's the landmark. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this episode is sponsored by that. And every half hour, half hour Black Power, more than a masses by itself, is sponsored by Quintessential Design. So make yes. sure you tell somebody, Absolutely. tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. Share, share, share. Yeah, definitely do that. Um, so five minutes in, man. What's going on? Yeah, there's a whole lot going on, man. It's I was like... talking to somebody a little while ago, and I tell them, you know, black media, you know, we have a lot of it, and I was telling them how how it works, mm. how how it really works on the news, right? So we were saying, she was telling me that for her show, what she does is she uses a moment in media mm. to bring people in, but then talk about stuff we need to talk about. So a moment in media, mm. moment in media, so to speak, would be what's up, Hank? A moment in media would be let's say Cardi B has a wardrobe malfunction. Yeah. So she bring him in and talk about that mm-hmm. real quick. And then she reels him in and talks about shit that matters, stuff that matters, mm. whether it's financial literacy, whether it's uh, black people going to get checked out, black men going to the doctor, getting a therapist over Jesus, all that other stuff. You know what I'm saying? No respect to Jesus. But all that other stuff. <laughs> uh, I want to say that I, I, I meant to say over church, not over Jesus. Yeah, but, I know what you're saying. So stuff like Same that. Same thing. And, yeah, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? And she said that she reels him in with with clickbait topics or topics that we think that we gonna care about social media stuff right but what happens is she flipped the script and start talking about stuff that matters as opposed to the news you'll hear and we talk about the news people anybody listening to this live watching now social media is a news platform like you don't have to watch the news to say I don't watch the news the news comes to social media first before it goes to anything. So when the news come on at 6 p.m., if that article or that news then dropped at 6 or 2.34 p.m., mm-hmm. you got four hours or three hours from change to actually talk about and have dialogue with that news, whether mm-hmm. it's a car accident, uh, a bank robbery, whatever, talk about it, and then mm-hmm. you could have dialogue about that, right? And then news come at 6, they say something. But to, to bring it into the forefront before I get it to live, um... That was a formula for some music. Catchy song, then give content. Shout out to Hank, man. Shout out to you, man. That's, that's, that's the truth. And the thing is this, though. So what the news does is the opposite of what she does. She, The news will reel us in with, oh, been a shooting on Dean V. Rose. Catches yeah. that six. Right? Yeah. But the streets is already talking. Not even that. So when they watch the news to see, because some people don't have social media. They don't have Facebook. They don't mm-hmm. have none of that stuff. The Jerry Report, whatever, the, whatever that silly um, thing yeah. is people follow. <laughs> they don't have none of that, right? Yeah. So what they do have to do is go to news at six. Now, I done got a full article of what happened. Oh, who got shot? Who got killed? Corner said this person got da 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 been shooting at 2.30-something p.m. Mm-hmm. Got a full breakdown, right? What happens is the news will say, uh, it's been a shooting on Dean Bridge Road. Mm-hmm. Daquan got killed. Yeah. Back to you, Steve. 
That's it. Like it's, 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 it's no, it's no in depth. They're not what, telling what, enough, What's the story? No interviewing nobody. And then what they'll do is they'll send the story to an old white lady that's eighty seven years old. that got nine cats, but been living on that block since ninety three. And make that a story. And that's the story. story but we need to interview her for some reason because she got a nice blue suit on. She saw Titanic first before everybody else. I don't know some shit like that. But it gets back to why black media is gonna be is is gaining momentum. And it's gaining momentum outside of the the, the main what media up, platforms. So your black your black um, um, MSNBC and CNN your your, your black. Um, but that's the thing, though. I don't feel like I they, don't feel like really mainstream media can give us black news. Anyway. They can't. They give us mainstream black news. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's like, it. Yeah, it's like this is the pop news. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, uh, you know anybody that's. Drake had this, or that's not that's not that's something not, that really that, totally yeah. matters. You know what I'm saying? I want something that matters to the people. And this is where this is where this is gonna be the end of the end of cable news as we know it is gonna be the internet. Doing shows like this. There's a couple of guys on YouTube. Um, I don't know if you ever listen to Professor Black Truth or if you listen to um, Jason Black. They have YouTube. You put me on to that. Even they Corey Holcomb, he got a show. Um, yeah, Corey Holcomb, fifty one fifty. The thing about Black Media is you, the only bad. The only downside to black media is you have to go find it. You have to go look for it. Yeah. It's almost like, even in Augusta, like, we were talking on the last podcast, everything going to go co- coincide with whatever, but mm. how there's things to do in Augusta, but it's not going to fall in your lap. You got to go find things to mm. do in Augusta. The city might be boring if you're trying to look where you're trying to fall in your lap. It's not New York. It's not Atlanta. It's not California. But there's things I had to do. You got to go find it. Yeah. Black media is out here. You got to go find it. Find it. But you're not going to find it on TV because... We don't have them black channels. I mean, you got Revolt, and they they, they giving us some mm-hmm. content, but that's yep. music stuff because that's what's important. It's still to them. entertainment, but that's that's still for the culture, though. Yeah, I'm not going to say music not for the culture. However, it's not it's information not gonna, as much. It's as not going to be information for things we need. Yeah. And there's things that we need to think about because culturally, I mean, I think media as a whole wants to guide us in a way to where we think a way about certain things. We have our own thought process. This whole idea of having an American frame of mind. Yeah. It don't necessarily vibe I don't know what that means. Like can, that. can you can yeah. you even break that down? What's the I American can't because I don't have it. I mean, it's I, like we all supposed to be one, and we all supposed to sing Kumbaya together. And racism is old and it's burnt out. And you know, you can be happy. And Almost gay like that guy on my, on, my, on my page who was saying together, like huh? he, he was saying like don't look at like don't, don't look at America that way. We came we came a long way to do this. Remember he had that long thing, and yeah. I told, I called you and said yeah yeah look yeah. At and I had to tell him like you look at life that way. I can't look at life. I have no American view. He's the Americanized guy, which there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you want to think. But it's like it's fake. It's not real. Well, it's easy it's for a, it's somebody a, it's, that's it's a, it's a dream. Not black or somebody that's white to say, "Well, we come a long way." No, you feel that way. I don't. I don't Why? Because we can shake hands now. I mean, that, maybe because you can date maybe. a black woman, or you can date a black man now. No pun intended, but he was married to a black woman too. That's hey, funny. Man. I Shout know he feels that way. <laughs> but um, <laughs> that's the way but she does too. So that's why they buy. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, it's just I mean, changed. To, but <laughs> but like I said, to to have American view to me, to me, I just mean greed. American view is business and money and taking something that's not yours. Always happens. That's all. I, when I think of America, that's what I think of. I'm not trying to be. I ain't trying to get woke. Yeah, people think I'm woke. I'm gonna end with this. My, on my live, right? People I'm about to close. I'm about to close. Yeah. How do they me, think you're woke? Me tell, I troll a lot, so I think people look at the government. <laughs> I got tags today about a whole paragraph. Somebody saying. I listened to the main podcast too long because I said this, I said that. I'm like, I'm not woke. I, I troll <laughs> to be woke. I be trolling you half the time because yeah, we got a yeah, show. Yeah, all the time. The government, blame the government. That's all stuff that came from the, the whole podcast we did with um 
with Delvin. Yeah. And you oh, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where that came from. What up, Shay Good? That's where that came from. You know what I'm saying? When I said um blame the government and it's yeah. a conspiracy. Oh, yeah, All it's came from stuff like that. It's yeah. totally not what I really believe. Not that I don't, but don't tell me short. Yeah, yeah. I posted a picture with my daughter and I was eating pork skins and he was like, I ain't think you ate pork. I'm like, what? You think I'm that what I can't eat pork? That's that's that's, that's how what people think I am for real. But still not eating pork is not necessarily woke. That's not woke. <laughs> well, woke is okay. Oh, can, can we? Well, before we get into the actual topic, one more thing you had said. Yeah. What's that thing you said about Lil Nas X or something like about Old Town Road and it being? I'm just gonna break this. Down. This, this is a good. Back in the day, we're in after this. I'm yeah. in live after this. Yeah, back in the day, it was just one of one of my little thought processes that just kind of had me. Hey, I need y'all listening to this, please. Everybody yeah, just my pay attention. To this. Follow me. I'm not saying that I'm the know all, tell all on this, but I have my own thought processes. This is my thought process. Back in the day, back in the '80s, '84, '85, there was a guy called a rapping dude. I wasn't born yet, people. Yeah, but if you if you were born, you remember the song, and you probably heard it. I mean, it, Biggie referenced it. Remember rapping Duke? Da ha da ha. Have you ever heard the song? Take it this far. Have you ever actually heard the song? I heard Wait, Juicy. Da ha da ha da ha 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 ha. Sound crazy, yeah, but that was. The, I mean, it was like a country song, rap song. So it it, it was so it, so. 2019 Old Town Road is that pretty much. I was trying to bring it. I'm trying to. I was, it's a stretch, but I'm pulling it together. So after this guy's one hit, he was a one hit wonder. Then he started doing uh, 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 music, but it was like music based on how to get your kids to get in order. So right, right, right. The songs was like um, "Say Please" and "Come Pick Me Up" and "Time to Wake Up" and. You know, they had them on, you, you play the music for preschoolers to kind of program them on what to do moving forward in their life. Fast forward to 2019, yeah, you really we got the country that. music guy back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So now he got the whole, he done took this old town road. I like the song. He what took the world by storm with the song. So the song reached the top of the pop charts, knocked Taylor Swift off ass. And now he comes out gay during Pride Month. And it's like in the problem, yeah. Hey, I so I think that was weird, but it's yeah, I, I don't really give a shit if the guy is gay, but he has influence now. What better time? And now so I just want to see where his future is gonna go. Is he gonna be the one hit wonder? Is he gonna start doing kids songs now? Saying, "Hey, I did it. So can you?" Well, I, 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 I came <laughs> out. She said, "What's the relevance?" I don't. I don't man. I, it's okay to clown me on this oh, one. I'm just bro. saying it was a stretch. Got, this one was a stretch. This is not. This is not what the show is gonna be about. It's just one of those things. To me, when it comes and this is kind of a touchy subject. When it comes to homosexuality, I don't believe that it needs to be geared towards children. Let them make their mind up when they start talking about sexuality. But to start talking about sexuality from kindergarten up and then try to make people accept that, to me it's wrong. And I'm not saying that that's what uh, the guy was doing, um, little Nas X. You know, shout out to Nas X. I ain't mad at him. <laughs> you, you know, he came out did what he did. It's, it's okay. It's, I mean, it's, it's I, totally fine. The song is a song I, like, I didn't really care for. It, it wasn't my, it was not for me, it's for kids, but... <laughs> Exactly, that's my point. Oh, so you're saying you know, basically you're saying that whatever Ricky Prestige, you're saying that um so basically you're saying that since he made a song for kids and had some kind of influence, that it's kind of similar to the 1984, the hard to because that had he had he had I want he to took, wonder and no, well, he, he's one year wonder. The song took the song the, the country song took the world by storm, and then next thing you know he was influencing kids. And hard to hard did the same thing. That's what the hard to hard did say. It was it was a big song back in the 80s, but then. 
It was like a one hit, but then and after he, that, he went immediately to teaching kids how to structure their lives. Ter- so <laughs> I know it's funny, man. Hey, don't take this conversation too serious. We we, we kind of clowning on this part, Ter- right? Terrence, the mayor, you know the mayor, you know, you know. You yeah, know, oh, oh, big friend and brother. He said, nah, play. <laughs> Shay said, Shay's lost. She said, I know, man. I'm just, I, you know, it's just so, just, it's just one of those that's things. That's a huge stretch. It's a huge stretch. It's a very big one. Huge, like they're not saying that, but I feel like when they say they're doing this, no, it's a, it's a, it's a very huge stretch. What I do, I'm telling you, the reason that it came to my mind is because I notice patterns, and when you notice patterns, you see some things happen before, and where they think that it might work, they might try it again. Of course, they can't hit it from the same angle. You can't right, get the right. rapping dupe to come back and do the same shit again. But so, you can have people in positions to, if they want, if they want to influence the masses, what you do is take some of your, some of your biggest people and do what you've done before in the past to influence them in the past. And I've seen it done over and over. Is right, that what right. he was doing? I don't think that's his motive. It, it was just one of those things. You know, I get to thinking too hard sometimes. But, but long story short, yeah. is, is, is that's woke. What you just that whole last. No, thing. that's just some bullshit. It's not really woke. I wouldn't. Co- you like I can't this, consider though. that woke. You like huh? this a little bit though. No, not really. <laughs> kind of like that. Huh? What you like? No. No. Dump it a little bit of coal in my eye. Just I mean, a little bit. I, yeah, you, you see, know what coal in your eye sometimes? You, yeah, you see something. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm not, woke. I'm, not woke, nah. I'm not woke. but I'm not I'm not. I'm not a woke guy, right? But That's not a woke thing. It's just, that was just one of those things. I was kind of being facetious, nah, but, but I was kind of like, like, hey, man, look at that. It's kind of crazy. But your spidey senses start tingling. You heard it's that song and see it come out, you're like, oh, shit, hard to hard. I'm like, uh, you know what? I don't even know why I'm But what triggered, out. Like, what triggered you to be like, 84, 2019? Because I was like, because what got me, I tell you what really made me think about it, because, um, you know, I'm cheering for Lil Nas X. So when they said he knocked off Taylor Swift, and, they, and then they was like, hey, we don't want him to be on the country music charts. So I'm like, it's a country <laughs> music song, so why shouldn't he be on the country music charts? <laughs> he just knocked them niggas off. They just mad, because he black, and he kind of hip-hop, and Wrangler want to hate on him and all that. I was like, I'm cheering for him. So then... Then he came out gay, and I was like, oh, yeah, well, there goes the neighborhood. Oh. Not that I gave a shit, but then I was like, well, damn, when was the last time black a black person, mm-hmm. other than um, other than um, um, Hootie and the Blowfish dude, but he's country country. When was the last time rap took over country music? And then that brought me to the rapping dude. Hey, Terrence Man said, uh, Stretch Armstrong. That's your, <laughs> that's your new name, okay? Uh... He it's, said, the Duke never said that. <laughs> okay. He never said what? I'm not sure what he never said, but. Hey, man, Google it. I'm, he's the mayor, so I'm, I'm going to believe him. Yeah, I got to go with the mayor, but DSFR, bro. He said, yeah, but DSF, DSFR <laughs> mean do some fucking research. Do I don't know if I know that because it's been a long yes, time since you've been in a podcast. <laughs> You know, people own, people open up businesses and they get too big to, to do podcasts. So, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know. Once that again, is not the case. This episode is sponsored by uh, Quintessential Designs. And you can get your, you know, your, get your cabinets, cabinets, granite countertops, bathrooms, 2745 Tobacco Road, Anybody, everything. Share y'all, y'all, y'all buying houses, right? See my man Q. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nelly did a country record. He did. No, I mean, I'm not, mm. I'm, I'm not trying to put it in a Band-Aid, box. Band-Aid, the horse. I get I, it. No. <laughs> Under no, that, I'm under just, that, it, was a stretch, it was a stretch, man. It's one of those things. I was just, you know, I look at things, but, you know, every now and then, every now and then I'd be wrong. <laughs> Most of the time I'd be on point with that. Ah. <laughs> yeah, nah, it's, nah, but, I mean, that's what we do on the show. We yeah, do, but he... <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't call him woke, but that's what most that's what society would call him. Yeah, call him I don't woke. I don't really care for the term woke no more. Woke ain't enough no more. You um, gotta be he ready. Said he did in his soul, yeah. Nelly was out of here. But uh <laughs> Nelly, he was out of here. But that band is a rap. 
<laughs> for real. <laughs> um, but but yeah, I, I thought when you when you posted that on Facebook, I was like, I got a headache when reading. That. I was like, wait, wait, where he where he going with this? And then, kind of, then you and then you mentioned me like, is that a stretch? Like, I mean, I, that, I, I knew know. it was a stretch, man. You know, I was just like, you know, you throw some stuff out there in the, in the atmosphere and see what come back sometime. And that's then, true. That's that true. right there. I ain't put a whole bunch of power behind that one because it's just like one of the things. I'm still I'm still pulling for Lil Nas X. I don't think he's doing nothing wrong, but we don't control the record labels. They know what they want to put out. That's the that's the bigger story. They know what they want to put out, and they know how they want to put it out, and what messages they want to convey. All right, well, <laughs> that was the first 20 minutes of the episode. Y'all can tune in. We're going to drop. I might drop it on Tuesday. I might I might just drop it. I might drop something every day this week. I don't know. I'm in my bag. I just feel like dropping everything behind with you. I'm do a week a half hour with Black Power. That'd be rough. That'd be good. If, you gonna, if, you, if you're going to keep talking stuff like this, we're going to have we gonna have. Good Man, I am not going to keep talking about Lil Nas X and, and the rapping dude. Now, if they out. make a song together, we got to bring them on. They the said, uh, <laughs> we before we leave, Shay asked, she said, can we relate Baby Shark song to? You got a, you got a theory behind that? I know you do. Hey man, I'm gonna tell you. you I'm gonna tell you what. I do. I don't know what Baby Shark does, but that song was stuck in my head for like like three or four months. I was just like, Baby Shark. I ain't never seen it. That's catchy though. I've never seen it, but it was stuck in my head. So what's the what's the conspiracy though? Like what's the programming, man? They find a way to program you, and they use kids' songs to make you remember stuff. I'm telling you, man. It sounds like it sounds like a crop. But I'm telling you, if everybody in the wild, how was every? You know what? You I'm gonna go. I'm gonna just go a little deeper. Shark. No, the dances. All the kids got the same hairstyles. They do the same dances. There's a U.S. patent 515-9703. I've been telling people about it. I told you. Subliminal mind control through sound. Hey, you can Google that straight up. But I'm like, for everybody to do the same thing at the same time, to me, is an experiment. Now, if I would have said this back in the 60s and been like, look, man, everybody's dick is falling off. I think the government is giving people syphilis. If I'd have said that, people would have been like, yeah, right. But it ended up being true, right? And I'm telling you now, subliminal messaging, it's impossible for everybody to do the same thing. Kids be dancing to music that ain't even music. It don't even be a song on. They just be like... But now, but... I, only, I asked you that Everybody question. Everybody do the same thing. He dancing. I asked you that question. <laughs> whatever that dancer did was funny. But uh, I asked you that question because I wanted to, I wanted to show them, like, you, we talk about Baby Shark, and you went from Baby Shark to the dicks falling off. But I, I get it. The whale goes deeper, man. I'm telling you. But we use songs to learn. Hey, I thought, I don't know. I thought, no, we, you can use songs to learn. Music but still can work like. both ways. It can work in positive, like self-destruction, and um, we all in the same game. You like, and you it like, can work because you like the artist, though. Well, I like the artist, but the po- the message was positive, and people were, were on NWA. a positive vibe. Huh? NWA. NWA and the whole West Coast. Okay. Yeah. And then you had we all in the, no, we all in the same game. That was West Coast, and then self-destruction was BDP, Boogie Down Productions, Karis One, all them. Yeah, I'm fucking. Thing is, um, even with um, Queen Latifah and UNITY, the vibe was different then because. They started to see black people unify. Even when NWA came out, was like, fuck the police. They was like, hey, these niggas can't be conscious and mad because they'll really take over some shit. So they changed the trajectory of the message because we don't have control of the music. So then we start talking about popping pills. That would have been like somebody in the 80s talking about smoking crack. Niggas ain't talking about smoking crack, but they, now it's acceptable. They wanted to change the trajectory. So now that you got everybody following it, Throw in some of that 515 mind control, and you got Chief Keith around here, got Chicago killing niggas. 
All you gotta do is throw some guns in the street and give some niggas some pills. Well, we I'm at, just saying, that's a whole different. Yeah, 23, I mean, 23 minutes. Yeah, so. that's a deep dark well there, but I mean, to I, me, it I, all connected. I only plan on going live for, for 10, but it was so entertaining. We had to keep, we had to finish going. And so. yes, just for the record, we can go ahead and end the live. Baby Shark does have something to do with, with mind control. So, Shay Good, you got that. Baby Shark <laughs> does have something to do with mind control. All right, so me and David Banner will be back next week. Um, <laughs> all right, we're going to be back next week. A uh, little flip, David Banner. You know what I'm saying? Me and Cuz get down on the floor. <laughs> but y'all can check this out. We're going to drop it. I think Tuesday or Wednesday. I'm not sure. We're going to drop the episode later, the full episode, because we got more to talk about, more real stuff to talk about. Yeah, we're, we're going to get serious now. This right here was kind of. Q said he back, high five, black power. I'm going to show him yes. one more time for live. There we go. That's the, that's the woke guy. And I'm asleep, so alright. I'm not woke. Of course. Now, um, we got stuff we gotta talk about, man. Yeah, man. Uh, for sure. Molesters and, and sex offenders and, and things mm-hmm. of that nature. A lot, so, of, uh, a lot of stuff, well. Yes, yeah, a lot of stuff going on in the world right now that's really kind of being ignored and I don't know if it's uh, you know, I don't know, I don't know why it's being ignored. And then it's being ignored along racial lines, cause now it seems like it seems like the um it seems like the social experiment has stepped this game up because you're having crimes committed along similar lines with different races, but they're being treated different. And it's acceptable for people to be treated that way like they're supposed to be. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? You got a um, Jeff Epstein, for instance. This guy, sex offender, accused of molestation. He went to, went to prison for 13 months. But he was out of prison. So let's let's, let's backtrack. Yeah, let's, What's yeah, his, let's name? Let's, let's, let's his name? Let's give a background on Jeff Epstein. Jeff, Jeff Epstein. Epstein. Jeff Epstein is a Jeff Epstein. Yeah, is an extremely, extremely rich billionaire investor who invests. His clients include people that own things like uh, Abercrombie and Fitch. Oh. The people who own those companies Big are his deals. clients. Oh, so his clients are are are. are Oh, his phone did something. It's a conspiracy. Yeah. No, but um, <laughs> yeah, but those are those are the people that I guess he advises financial financially. So he's billionaire status. He's part of the Trilateral Commission. If you're not familiar with the Trilateral Commission, that's right up there. That's that's the um that's your Bilderberg Group, your Rothschilds, your Kennedys, so your your, your um, Rockefellers. All of those people are his. Those are, he got the most speed down on the cell. So phone. he got he got Seriously. he got he got uh, his clients got bread. He got bread. He got so, more bread than his clients. So it's, yes. it's the money thing going on, but it's he knows he knows some big dogs. Oh uh, yeah. So and I want to read this thing you sent. It says, mm-hmm. "A strange things happened when Jeffrey Epstein came back to New York City after being branded a sex offender. Mm-hmm. His reputation appeared to rise. In 2010, the year after he got out of Florida jail." Uh, next year, Mr. Epstein was photo- with photographs at a billionaire's dinner attended by tech titans like Jeff Bezos. That's his name. Jeff Bezos, Amazon. Uh, Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Making um, shift to go to space. A page popped up on Harvard University website, lauding his accomplishments. Superlative field news releases describe his lofty ambitions and he's dedicated $10 million in charitable causes. Mm-hmm. Senators are uh, trying to cure AIDS in Africa. I'm sure with Bill Gates or whatever they Powerful do. female friends served as social... Gar- What's that? I don't know if it's guarantors, or, but they, 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 they helped them. Yeah, basically people... Yeah. Peggy Siegel. 
a gatekeeper for A-list events, including him in movie screenings. Uh, Dr. Eva Anderson, dubbing a champion of women's health, maintained a friendship that felt that some felt gave him credibility. And Mr. Epstein put up a website showing Stephen Hawking and London Reed at a science gathering he had organized. So pretty much, he know what he's doing. He playing his hand. He has friends in high places, women, in powerful mm-hmm. women places. And even presidents though he's too. Branded as a sex mm-hmm. offender. And he friends with the Clintons, friends with President Trump. Friends with Trump. Friends so with much the so that got powerful women the Labor Secretary for the United States was Epstein's lawyer when he got these 13 months that he was free for six days a week out of 13 months. Six days a week, he could leave the jail, do what he do, and then have to spend one night in jail a week for 13 months for being a sex offender, a molester. He did 13 months? He did 13 months in Florida, but he was out six days a week. How you get that deal? The Labor Secretary of the United States, current Labor Secretary of the United States, I can't think of his name right now, He's the guy who got he's the guy who got him that, that sentence. How you get a sweet sentence like that? Well, you know, I, I always <laughs> say that the um As a sex offender? Well, I just say the, the the judicial system, the the broken part of that is who you know. It's Ooh. not about what you know, who you know. So if I'm a billionaire and I got a good relationship with this lawyer and that lawyer mm-hmm. and that judge, chances are if I tell my lawyer to tell the prosecutor, hey, Put this deal on the table. Mm-hmm. They cool. They eating steaks together anyway. They gonna do that. Put that deal on the table. Mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of. What, I don't know how. I don't know how much money you need. What kind of deal you need to say? Hey, I know that you did a heinous crime. Ain't that what they say on Law and Order? Heinous, heinous crime. You did a heinous crime. Here's what we gonna do. He has the complexion for the connection. I got. Oh, that's not, that's good. That's a good <laughs> title. That's a good title for the podcast. Uh, this is what we gonna do. We're going to give you 13 months, brother. Wait, wait. Don't get mad. Don't get mad now. <laughs> Out of those seven days, six, you'll be able to leave. Yeah. All right? But yeah. we got give you 13 months, man. I got, I got my hands are tied. I got to give you 13 months. I got to give you 13 months. That, that, that I see, that doesn't sound like... It's not even... But, okay, now this is what I'm saying. Now, this is the other part of this that I want to get to. Where is the mounting anger at this guy and his affiliates... I want to see the same energy. Keep that same energy that you have for Bill Cosby. Definitely keep the same energy you have for R. Kelly. Because what he what he's done and what he's done in his past and what he's been doing up until now makes what R. Kelly and Bill Cosby it makes what they did look like uh looks like look like Jay Walker. Petty theft. Well I like what you said. I like the fact <laughs> you didn't say I like the fact that you didn't say let's uh let's do XYZ. Mm-hmm. And then, like, take Bill Cosby out of it or, uh, you know, give him less time or mm-hmm. give the person less time. I like the fact that you said keep the same, same energy you had. So, the fact that they're in jail, this man needs to be in jail. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I like that. Now, some this, people, some people, this some is people the other use part this of it, too. Bill Cosby, now, I'm, I'm, I'm especially going to um, call out those black women that were extremely upset with Bill Cosby because um, I think out of those 50 women, I ain't see but, like, maybe one... Maybe two black ones that that there, but they didn't really have the credibility like that. So now, here's a guy who runs a sex trafficking ring with young girls. I really don't care what color they is, but I mean they ain't care what color they was when they was mad at Bill Cosby. Right. Where's the energy at now? I mean, a sex offender is a sex offender, right? Well, that's the thing. Why aren't? Why isn't everybody 
pointing their guns at this guy like they was. I'm telling you, it's women now that hate Bill Cosby. I, I will say with Bill Cosby, it was, it was. I think it was a multitude of things that actually brought him down. Mm-hmm. I do think that the Me Too movement going along and, and, the, and, the, and the momentum they stirred up helped. They need a Me Too movement for. Um, Where are they at? For, for people like billionaires that can't be touched, it seems so. But where, I mean, where's me? Where's me too? Where Where are they at? I ain't heard me too since R. Kelly. Yeah. Well, I guess they. Here's his whole sex job is done. I don't know. But there's a whole. I mean, I don't think you understand the magnitude of just what this dude is doing. He has a whole private island off off uh, out. He had, bought an island with a twelve million dollar estate on it that he just sends fourteen, fifteen, six year, sixteen year old girls out to. And then he has a, a black book client list of people that go and visit that island. Now, the, the, the black book, how we how we find out about that? Oh, it's, it's I mean, we're going to find out a whole lot because you go for a bond hearing tomorrow. So he may get out. But it's the evidence is mounting. That's why he even locked up. He got in the state. There's people who's affiliated with him. People who's been on his private jets has been to his island. And, and they they call it, his island has been nicknamed Pedophile Island. Pedophile Island. That's wild. These is facts. <laughs> so I'm like, where's the anger for this man? And why isn't black people looking at it like, if you don't see nothing else as a black person, you should see, hey, man, not that we don't know the story, but I mean, you got to get fed up at some time. Why is this guy being treated different than Bill Cosby? Bill Cosby's pretty rich, too. He wasn't a billionaire, but I mean, he was rich. Well, that's the thing. You know, we, we and I think that amongst our people, we look at it like, like that, too, a lot of times when it comes to money and a lot of people, a lot of people are money. That's not what make you rich. It's the it's the resources you got. So he might have, mm-hmm. he could have had him. Bill Cosby could have had the same amount of money, but he got more resources than Bill Cosby. Yeah, uh, well, uh, apparently, because uh, he, I think he finna skate again. This, oh, is, one, this is one, this is one of the situations where resources mm. outweigh the money. And how many resources do black people well, have? I, I I can't speak on Cosby and what he had because he also had. For our people, at least some of us, some of us didn't even like him no more because of how he was moving, right? Yeah, but yeah, forget about really, copy. I'm yeah. just saying that the first couple sentences we read from the article mm-hmm. tell me all his resources already. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying when I, yeah. when, I, when, I when you when you when you when you when you see that it says okay, powerful female friends, the uh, a gatekeeper for A-list events, Peggy Siegel, whoever that is, she sounds like a big deal. Yeah, the color uh, Dr. Eva, <laughs> champion of women's health. Oh, he was also Champion of women's, women's health. health So that's already Somebody that will Persuade those women mm-hmm. It's not a bad guy mm-hmm. I'm backing him He's not a bad guy Set defender, yeah But he's not a bad guy You well, know what I'm saying well, like, <laughs> my, my thing is Where are those women at now? I, I, I wonder do They're not really talking To his to people that's affiliated with him And everybody's tight-lipped So it's like Y'all are defending them Y'all defending them By not saying anything That is true and then also when you, when, you, when you do compare it to like Bill Cosby or whoever, whoever you said Bill R. Kelly. R. Kelly, you don't have the the spokesperson for Me Too going to the R. Kelly concert and throwing panties or going to uh, the kids say the darnest things, uh, uh, mm-hmm. whatever Cosby show he had, or saying I'm watching the Cosby show. Ha ha. There's no endorsements there. It's like when they had they think people are isolated mm-hmm. really and people are like oh I don't know what's going on I was there in 98 but I don't really know it looked like someone's picture was going on but I didn't say nothing it was remember, more of that remember, you remember Harvey Weinstein I remember him but that's funny like his I can't say his case is not going nowhere cause I don't know I didn't, I haven't looked it up and honestly one thing only thing I can say in, in, in defense of me just keep being real mm-hmm. all across the board with that 
he white. I'm not keeping up with him. I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. Mm-hmm. But Bill, it was time I would just Google it to see what was going on with the case. So even if, even if something nothing came out, everything I look at gonna talk about Bill Cobb because he black, and it's gonna be my face because that's something I'm, I'm, I'm aware of. Weinstein, not say I don't. I, I mean, I want him to get whatever is coming to him, right? I don't care. Yeah. I don't, I'm only came out the end result for my comparison that I want to do. The comparison, and that's the thing. When are we going to start having a serious conversation about the judicial system and the differences? Because it's like we, we have case after well, case every after day. case every after day. case. Every day we have them, though. Yeah. Right? Oh, we have them, but, but we, need, we need certain people to have those. No, we need the people that we voting for, which is a whole other conversation about these silly-ass Democratic politicians that we got. Ain't nobody talking about black issues. Nobody's talking about them. Uh, we have issues that we, we have shit like this that side, we need to talk side, about. Side, sidebar, uh, Trump might win again. Oh, no, Trump's going to win again. We got a lot of clown Democrat, uh, Democrat uh, candidates. Uh, this is, this he, is, might, uh, he might win again, not because people gonna, gonna win again. and not because people. Not, it's not gonna be because more people are gonna vote for Trump, but it's gonna be because nobody wanna vote for the Democrats, Democrats that we no, got. No. I don't see a good candidate I don't at all. Not not one. I might no, have I might have walked past a few today, but I didn't see none on TV. <laughs> no, I mean it's uh, be honest with you. I mean it just I mean it's it's. Until they start talking, I mean, reparations was on the table the week before, uh, the week before that debate. If anybody paid any attention, they were talking. They had a couple of people to go up to D.C. to talk to Congress, and Congress was we were talking about reparations, which is a very serious issue amongst blacks, considering all the people that's got reparations. Oh, we need a check. Damn, what they said when they got up in Congress, they're like, we don't need money, we just need programs. Fuck programs. Programs ain't working. Programs they never work. It's not gonna get us in a position to where we can level the playing field financially because it's a wealth gap. All these little programs that I think Cory Booker was talking about, some bullshit program or funding kids when they come out of the womb, and 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 then um uh, uh, Kamala Harris was talking some other shit about a oh, program. Please don't bring up, please. I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm, oh, and it's just just the black candidates. But I'm you know, saying. the other ones. I think Buttigieg. He might be one that I, actually sounds like he's want to talk about something, but. Oh, but I know see. you brought a reparations and it's mm-hmm. a big deal. I just have I'm gonna have a hard time voting for anybody that's solely basing their campaign on reparations. I'm only feel like you're saying that because you know that's something that we will want for one. And nobody has set up a real plan to where it seems even feasible to do. I can, I, mean, what I mean by that, I mean we know that person A that's running for president can't tell me if I get president, it's not like school. I get president, I'll give reparations. You can't even control that statement because when you get president, you're not even in control. You're just the face of America. You're not in control of America. You're the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like the man. It's almost like where your your old job was at, right? Yeah. Your old job in the beginning. The person that runs that that particular location Mm -hmm. isn't the owner of that particular thing. He's the face of that location in that one store, that one area, Mm -hmm. right? So even though he's the man in charge, when somebody else comes, they're the in man charge. in charge. Yeah. He can't say he can say let's do this, but when somebody else comes, they, they gotta change that. So I could say, as a as a candidate, reparation, da da, and I can, I can vote me with that. But then when I get in the office, the first thing they say is, "Listen, that shit ain't happening." I can see that happening, but I mean, <laughs> I also saw Trump go in with his white card and be like, "Hey, we changing this. Forget that. We're gonna do this right now." Hell, they finna raid all these um, immigrants here now, and I'm like. So you just gonna go after people? Just uh, no, ain't nobody stopping them. Well, he's doing stuff that <laughs> that that that, it, that that is feasible because they okay. They don't need reparation. That's something that's that's too much. What? Just saying, just saying, go to a, go to X Y Z and bomb them. 
people not really going to they're going to fight I mean, that. Way, any president can say that. But it's our term, man. I mean, I'm just saying. If I mean, you bomb Japan, and then they get they re- help rebuild Japan. We ain't even go against the Jews, and they they still in the, the United States still end up taking care of the Jews. Uh, the Indians, the American Indians, get somewhere close to twenty billion dollars a year. In reparation because of they know what they did. So if the back of the, we don't we the only ones that ain't got nothing. So somebody did something to make sure those programs were in place for them to get money. We need money. I mean, if it's not on basically by not talking about reparations, by not talking about police brutality, by not talking about some of these racist hate groups that's around here, you basically saying I don't give a fuck about the black vote. Pretty much, and they don't. And we need to see it for just that. How I'm going to vote for somebody All that lesser of two evil shit That shit's dead now I'm not voting for the lesser of two evils I just ain't going to vote Or either somebody going to talk about What we need to discuss Well, And no They ain't got to be the president of black people I don't want to hear that That Well he got to do it No well the, all the presidents All the 45 presidents Up until now Then did what they did They didn't do it for black people They did not do it for black people mm. So it's We here We need shit done for us too Oh, that's all I'm saying. You can go on about the country I mean, the rest I mean, of the yeah, way, but yeah, we, we got to get a candidate that's going to do for us. If they ain't doing for us, I don't want to hear that, that That lesser two evils are, are not. All that shit is dead now, man. We in, we in dire straits as black people. And if don't, so we don't see what, it, then what, we... But what you fuck. think is worse? You think, do you think it's worse to have a, just a Republican in office or a Democrat that maybe maybe it's not for black people, but a Democrat? What, what's the worst? Democrats and Republicans are two wings of the same bird, man. They talk this left wing, right wing shit. Don't let them give a fuck about us. So what they say? Nobody like, cares what the when the lions are eating, when the lions are fighting over the rabbit. You know, nobody cares what the rabbit thinks. We in the rabbit's position. So would you, <laughs> would you say that um, Republicans and Democrats are like the wings and flats, flats and drumsticks? The same thing. Like they both connected <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yes. Exactly. You got, you, you got one saying, "Well, I like drums." Well, one person saying, "I like I flats. flats." It's like it's the same chicken. <laughs> hey man, but imagine them trying to tell you what well, flats don't come from chickens; those come from buffaloes. Yeah, you'll be like, get the fuck out of here. That's what it sounds like to me. Pretty much, because <laughs> every year or since they started this American stuff, voting all that, people have trying to try to uh, show you why they're different from the next person or the, or the previous candidate or the next candidate. Why you shouldn't vote for this? Why you should vote for it? Detaching themselves from it, but you can't attach it. If you're part of that chicken, you're part of that chicken. There's nothing you can do. Now, they want us to all be Americans, but you can't get Democrats and Republicans to get together. You can't get black folks and white folks to come together because, I mean, honestly, uh, white folks, a lot of them just won't admit the fault. That's in America. They'd rather say, well, things have changed. Yes, they have. It's not like, you know, water hoses and German shepherds biting niggas in the streets right now. We still got cops killing people, which to me is about the same thing. That ain't gonna stop. I mean, you know what I'm Cops kill people faster than they were hanging people back in the in the day. It's not much of a difference. It look a little different. Everything is recorded now. I mean, it's cops still getting off. Yeah. People still dying. Ain't nothing really changed. Black people still getting treated differently in the judicial system. Education levels is still a wealth gap. We still own less than one half of one percent of wealth in the United States right after the day of slavery. All this shit ain't changing. People trying to convince me that it changed. That's like you trying to convince me that flats come from buffaloes. Nigga, it don't. (laughs) It just don't. (laughs) don't. (laughs) Nah, man, I ain't finna believe it no more. We don't believe it forever. That's why they call them buffalo wings. It has nothing to do with a buffalo at all. 
I thought they call them buffalo because you put buffalo sauce on them. I guess like, well, that don't not, come from buffaloes either. Another thing, they put, they're putting sauce on. You gotta start just putting sauce on chicken, calling something different, man. <laughs> just check it, man. Just call it what it is. America is racist in a whole lot of ways. Just call it what it is. Can we fix it? We probably um, can, but it's gonna start with a check. We, we, speaking of America and mm-hmm. just fixing stuff and checks, hmm. uh, JP Chase Morgan. Uh, JP Morgan, I'm sorry. JP Chase Morgan Bank. Chase. Oh, you got it up. Cargo ship carrying 20 tons of cocaine. Not 20 keys. 20 tons. 20 tons of cocaine. So Worth if y'all thought cocaine wasn't, wasn't still valuable, yeah. there you go. Worth $1.3 billion. So somebody's. We, I mean, yeah, I, know, just, I know what you want to get into, but we got to talk about how the feds even came across seizing this amount of. Feds can't catch the, the nigga in the hood selling a kilo a, a, a month, but they can find a way to seize 20 tons of cocaine. It's something about that that just seems. It's two things. Off. It's either a scare tactic or either a diversionary tactic. I feel like this didn't really happen, but they're saying it happened. Like, it didn't happen. It's a possibility. I mean, I, and see. It's the conspiracy has. Yeah, my, my, my spidey thing, my spidey uh, senses are tingling yeah. now. Uh, but you only talk about it for a day. It's like, whoa. Okay. That back to that, but that back to that. <laughs> so I'm telling you about. You'll see this on the news. You'll wait till eight o'clock to watch it on CNN. Fed sees twenty tons of cocaine. Back to you, Steve. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah, they they Steve, not giving like, no hey, details. Look at Zion Williamson. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Peace Jam in Augusta, Georgia this yeah, weekend. Chris like Paul was in attendance. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not going to talk about these Now you want to talk black news now? <laughs> now we get more than five seconds? Let's, wait, oh, yeah. Ramon, let's go back to this yeah. J.P. Morgan thing. I know. I mean, I mean, they, they, they ain't even got a trail to this. They ain't talking about it. It's like, okay, you, you made a bus. Okay, let's hear about it. And then we made a bus on one of the biggest banks. J.P. J.P. Morgan is huge. Bank? Yeah, why Chase, is that in Augusta? I, My mommy's working them. I don't know. It's huge, though. My mommy's working them. So I mean, you don't have twenty. JP Morgan um, might have been a sex offender too. He had the, uh, he he definitely had the bread. <laughs> not you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Back in the day, I'm trying to tell you. But that bank is. I mean, that's a lot of cocaine. So I mean, that's a lot of cocaine. That's a, that's a hell think? of a lot of cocaine. So I mean, for for nobody to say anything, I don't think JP Morgan uh, even made a statement. The only statement that I heard was they don't have. They own the ship, but they they don't have direct control over where the ship goes. And this ship apparently went to Chile and and then to the Bahamas and somewhere else, and then it ends up in I think I think it was Pennsylvania with uh yeah with Philadelphia. Long story short, it's ours, but that's not ours. So back to you, Steve. Yeah, all right. <laughs> back to you, Steve. Yeah, I know. <laughs> all right. So um, now normally. Just regular program like we normally do. Mm-hmm. One of the juicy stories we save for the very, very end. So, this particular story, I didn't hear nothing about, obviously. This is why we do this, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, it has an activist, African American activist, uh, who spotlight, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, activist who spotlighted African American history found dead in trunk of car, police say. Yep. You never, you should never um, trust a, a title that says police say, by the way, but. Yeah, ahead. I know. When they say it, it's like. Uh, and police say it for some reason, it just don't be truth. And they're leaving a lot of details out of this one. Her name was Sadie, Sadie Roberts Joseph. And apparently, she was a very, very big deal in the African community in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And it's Louisiana she was in? Yeah, Baton Rouge. But um, this woman here was a. Uh, she was a. Um, she was a pioneer. Yeah, she um, founded the African American History Museum in Baton Rouge. 
Um, she was also one of the um, founders of Juneteenth in the state. Wow. So she actually was the one putting on Juneteenth in Baton Rouge for the, for the city. You know what I'm saying? They found her in the trunk of a car. So it's a 75-year-old woman found three and a half miles away from her house in the trunk of a car. That definitely sounds like a lynching to me, but I don't think they want to say that. This is think this is the same, this is the same city that um, killed um, killed the brother at the gas station um, that was selling the CDs. I can't think his name right now. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Yeah, I Baton Rouge, man. But you know, <clears throat> Baton Rouge. Now, now, some people gonna look at it and say, "Well, then Baton Rouge, it's a rough area, high crime area." People want money Drug area Maybe somebody From the culture did it Maybe it wasn't A setup. Maybe it wasn't the police Maybe it was Daquan I don't know It's a possibility But she was A pillar of the community And a black activist I can't see why some. And she's 75 years old Why would you put put Somebody in the trunk woman in the trunk Well I I feel like When you put somebody in the trunk You want them to be found But they're not saying Did she get shot They're not even saying How the police knew To go to that particular trunk and find her. Who opens trunks? What, was it a smell? Man, how long was she there? Is it, is, is it any more to the story? No, the police aren't saying, they're not saying that, the, the, the they're saying that the police are not saying how they got led to the trunk. How they even got That's led the to the end of the story right there? It's, okay. No, it's a little more to it. Um, police investigating and do not know the cause of death. So, I mean, maybe did she have any scars on her? I mean, something. I mean, then, uh, I mean cause of death is one of those words where you can have a gunshot to the stomach and they still not know the cause of death. So they, I mean, they, they ain't saying nothing about gunshots, but that, if that didn't cause your death, they might be like, well, somebody hit her in the head, blunt force drama, but she got shot in the stomach. They yeah, try to I determine mean, I get the that. cause I of death. I get that because yeah. they're saying, like, they look at your organs and be like, well, your organs, everything is intact for him to be living, but mm-hmm. he has this big gush in his brain, so. Yeah, so that's that why they, they had, death. yeah, but they ain't even said. But I mean, he did get shot 12 times, guys. Yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> The, Not her. The tree trunk to the head was what, what, what caused the death. Yeah, that's the thing. Gotcha. Yes, that type of stuff. But yeah, they, they're not really. Um, they're not giving a whole lot of details. Um, everybody in the community apparently loved her, and um, it's just not a whole lot of. It's, right, it's it not says, really talked about. A tree was knocked down on the side of the street, on the side of the dead end street, and sandbags lined doorways. Because, because they got the yeah, because they got the storm coming. Oh, that's you know, yeah. They down good. there and they got the storm coming. So in the midst of this storm, coming come, somebody. Come. Now one of her um, neighbors said that uh, she had came by that night because her oven wasn't working and she was gonna make some cornbread. So she walked to her neighbor's house, put the cornbread in her oven, and she said she never came I'm back sorry, for the cornbread. Bro. This 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 story just sound like it's wow. Like of course, yeah. Cornbread. I don't want to see cornbread in the store where somebody got killed. Like, what's, what's, what's uh, no? That was just the, no. That's actually the the that's the um the lady her neighbor that she used her oven. That's what that's the part of the story where she was like, hey, she she said the cornbread is still in the oven actually, because she said she never came back after that. They're just cooking in the oven yeah. still. Yeah, this just sounds weird. Yeah, it's a it's a Robert that even Joseph. sound weird. That sound like maybe I, I don't get into all that, but you know they talk about plants and let's use this person to say this and. I want to see people talking about it. This I mean, is, this if is she a woman, was such a pillar in the community, like, like, I'm, I'm not saying I don't believe it, but people should be outraged by this. Oh, I mean, it should be way more outraged. Just one, one person to say, um, Mrs. Roberts Joseph warded off suspicious people on the street and always had a piece of fruit or a toy for the kids in Scottsville community. Uh, she was just—they said she was one of the last oral historians. 
So she would walk around and talk to people about the history of Baton right, Rouge right. and slave history and ancestors and stuff. So she was really out there. It's like it was probably impossible for nobody to know who she was in Baton Rouge. And then it says she did not deserve for someone to take her life and then place her in a trunk and leave her there. So she was murdered. At least we know that much. She even it says somebody took her life. So she dealt with um. Damn, she, she's done work with Barack Obama and Jesse Jackson. This is pretty, I mean, I'm saying, this is a prominent person. Why is it not front page? Why is it not, like, seriously, somebody going after it? I ain't even heard nothing from all. Of course, I don't expect to hear nothing from anybody. When, when, when was it? When this happened? I want to see something just, real quick. Uh, a couple of, couple of days ago, man. This is, um... That's what I'm saying. We talk about media and just yeah, black this media. Is a couple of days ago. Yeah. Sometimes even us and black media, I'll be wanting us to pick and choose certain topics and certain things to talk about wise. Like I I know that the topic this week has been um JD and his documentary with social death, but what he said about uh women female rappers only talking about stripping this that, and third. And he gave an opinion that but I'm mm. I don't care about what he said, but what I'm saying is that's being covered a lot. That's what's in the media right now. But something as simple as this, you know, it's something to be talked about. And that's why we need black media. That's why we do need people like I would do Dave Bennett got a podcast? He's not thinking about doing one. He should Who? be doing one. David Bennett. Better. He I should do his own. I, I wonder if he, I don't think he has one. I know he, he he's on a he's on a I know he'd be on a show, podcast. but yeah, man, he was on 51 you know one saying? time. But yeah, he, he probably should. I know um Willie D does a podcast. Willie D from the Ghetto Boys? Yeah, I seen him on Vlad yeah. TV. I, 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 yeah, I rock with Willie D podcast. Pretty, it was pretty straight up. I like Willie D though. He kind of wild. He said he ain't go to Bushwick Bill funeral. That was kind of different. That's kind of wild. Uh, you know, he that, said he didn't get along though. I can honestly, I can honestly say that I don't know what the deal was with Bushwick Bill, but even Scarface had a little. Uh, I, I, when I went to his concert, crazy. huh? It's crazy. Who Bill? Yeah, 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 but apparently it was crazy in a way that made people distance themselves from. Him. Because um, he was Scarface were like, no, he didn't say too much when I saw him at the concert, but I could tell that they wasn't like buddies. No I seen a story. Um, <laughs> this is I know it's not above this, but I seen a story. The, the story we right, we talking about right now is so yeah. weird yes. that yes. it just transcended something. There's not else a lot of detail nothing, to it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like ain't no questions, no 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 answers to nothing. It's just like seventy five year old woman found a trunk. Back to you, Sam. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> Most, one of the most prominent black women in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, found in the back of a trunk. 75 years back old. Back to you, Steve, with the weather. Yeah, back like, to Steve. Yeah, it's like, so that, that but the, you know, um, <clears throat> I hope they get to the bottom of this. I hope there are some more details. You know, I feel sorry for the family and the people of Baton Rouge. Um, but to me, it just seems like uh, uh, a murder of this magnitude would be big news considering that, you know, she was a pillar of the community. Because had it been, I mean, I mean, you'd have got more coverage if you would have had one of these rapist motherfuckers died in the trunk, and they would have been talking about it for a week and a half. That's true. I'm surprised. <laughs> this is what, 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 what station is it? What, what um, website? I mean, this, uh, this is just one Washington of the websites. Post? Well, this uh, this is yeah, this is Washington Post. But I mean, you'll catch it on a few a, a few of them. I mean, um, NPR has something on it. CBS News got something on it. You know, thing is, it's sad because. These are the these are the sources that we have to go to for any worldly black, information. Yeah, I can black. read a book and figure out and get information, but if I want to know something about current events, I have to listen to the spin that's given to me from these entities that are not owned by anybody black. 
CBS the, is not the, it. The, the headline not that police say. Yeah, yeah, and that stuff. You know, um, there is no more um, uh, investigative reporting anymore. They Nobody didn't say really does about whether die. a home was might raided or they check a home with it. Like they look like anything was out of order. They ain't saying nothing about no suspects. They ain't. I ain't, I ain't seen the word foul play in any of the sources that I read from. It's like dead in the trunk. That almost makes it sound like she climbed in the trunk of damn self. That's how I'm making it seem like. like maybe, she, maybe she just hopped in there and said, I'm ready to go. Closed that, it. That's what they're making it seem like. But because <clears throat> there's just not enough details. Had it been anybody else, I'm telling you, it would have been sniffing up somebody's tree right now. Like, hey, we, we own to something. I mean, it's just... I remember the guy It's that, just weird when activists die or... Yeah, I'm just going to say die because I don't know if they get murdered or not. But when activists die, murdered. it's weird that... No, it's not more news on that particular person. You know what I'm saying? If they're black. Yeah, you're right. You're right. When they're white, I'm telling you, it's all kinds of news. Well, at least know. you at least get uh, you at least get a, a, a 24 to 48 hour cycle of news. I don't even know about any white activists. I don't know if I want to see the word white and active put together. Well, no, as well. I mean, but just unless you just fight white in this. general. I'm just saying, black people can do things like this. And then, I mean, the sad part is, never I've never heard of her until after her death. It's a lot of people like with Nipsey. Nobody ever heard of his achieve, achievements until after his death. A lot of people just did not know he was doing everything that he was doing. That's but, true. I mean, you know, it's, there's people. I mean, David Banner. If, they, if David Banner was to die today, all kinds of information come out about yeah, the shit that he did, yeah. uh, shit that he's doing. Yeah. My thing is, we need to celebrate those people now. And if there was more. If there was more black reporters out to report these things, then that wouldn't be such a secret. That's why that's why a, a podcast and internet radio and things like that are going to be the wave of the future, especially for us, because now we can control our narrative. One guy, one person at a time, yeah. versus everybody flooding the CBS or NBC. Now we can say exactly what's on our mind and exactly how we feel, and no we can write the yeah. yeah, we can we can start doing things, but. I mean, this shit happened to grandchildren. I mean, I guess to me, I'm just I'm it, just bro. stuck on. I know she's not just old in this world by herself. Like, if she had kids, uh, uh, was she married before? I mean, damn. Like, even saying nothing about it. Any background? It's, it's just nothing. Just hey, man, she had a car, right? She was in the back of it. That's all I can tell you right now. She was three and a half miles away from my house. And she she never got to eat the cornbread she made. That's all I know from the story, right? Yeah. Now. But do you remember um, what was the dog name? Axe. You remember Axe? Oh yeah, from the last show we did, yeah. Axe. So he had a dog. How much attention did Axe get? He got a whole ceremony. Televised. We knew who, we knew who shot Axe. We knew what his backstory was. We knew. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we, knew, we knew who Axe's owner was. Axe what police department page. he worked for? It's like, wow! You kill a dog that worked for the police department, you get all this. Here's a black woman pillar of the community, CEO, starter shit, running shit, pioneer. Talking about the heritage, doing Juneteenth, talking about the ancestors. Actually, old enough to really speak on the subject, probably a lot from her own experiences. Did, and it's like, oh well, we she was in the trunk, you know. Yeah, it's a sad case, man. It's really yeah. a sad case. Sucks, but that's how they do us, man. And we need to realize that's how they're doing us, and then we need to uh, make moves. We, I mean, that being woke shit. It's a joke now. Woke is a joke. We think we said that on the show. Yeah, we did, yeah. Yeah, it's a joke now. So, uh, nigga, you got to be ready to make moves. These things happen, and we're not being proactive about nothing. 
I mean, nothing. Not that we can go down there and go headhunt motherfuckers. But I mean, at least like you said, somebody need to be doing some investigative reporting to find out who this lady was, yeah. what all she did, find out about her family life. I mean, she, you know, she, she she deserves a bronze bust in the city or something like that. You know what I'm saying? She doing stuff. And when we got to be the people to do that because if we sit back and wait for mainstream media or it's white just, folks to do it, it's not going to happen. I, I'll end that just by saying, like, it's just so much stuff that goes through your mind to wonder the trunk like this might take her keys I don't know what kind of car she has there is no detail what kind of car does she have it was a new model old model they take the key just press the trunk button throw it in there open the trunk up throw it in there was she bleeding did she get stabbed did she get shot did she, was she choked was and she strangled there's so many questions I need to know so many questions I need I need asked um, I'm sorry I need answered we need a network though I mean like Finding out that information, we ain't going to find it out from Georgia unless we travel, which takes money. Or we get a network of people. So we got people in Louisiana that that, that work under our umbrella that can go out and do some investigative reporting well, and report back to us, and we can all tell the story. Back to you, like you said, man. First of all, one thing we say on this show all the time, DSFR. DSFR. So fucking research. Number one. And number two, like you said, certain when it comes to black news, black media, black information, it won't fall in our lap. And, and nine out of Gotta ten, nine, time, nine time out of ten, if it do fall in our lap, it's not really for us anyway. They mm-hmm. want us to have it because it, it, it benefits them in some way, shape, or form. Even if it's a distraction. Yeah, reparations might fall in our lap, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be a catch to it. Yeah, well, reparations ain't going to fall in our lap, and it don't need to fall in ours unless it's monetary. That's true. It's time to cut the goddamn check. Stop bullshitting. I'm trying to tell you, man. <laughs> so, check. Um, I, I know it's been a minute. I know it's been a minute, but... Uh, we we can't end the show without you giving us Sun Tzu, man. Absolutely. Once again, I wanted to say why Quentin is finding that uh, that this show is sponsored by Quintessential Designs. Of Quintessential Designs, twenty seven forty five Tobacco Road. We do uh, kitchen and bath remodels. We also honor the VA loan and do full remodels for your handicapped loved ones um, or yourself. We do roofs, we do decks, we do additions, we do HVAC. Have HVAC services. Full general contractor's license. We can pull permits and do everything. Do the whole nine. The whole nine yards, man. Yep. And we are better than Lowe's and Home Depot. Definitely better than Lowe's <laughs> and Home Depot. I can definitely say that for, for sure. sure. Okay. And they will definitely call you back with an estimate. You call them, you won't yep. have to wait 30 years. Nope. Estimates are free. Phone number is 706-469-9565. Just ask for Quentin. Don't ask for Bo Money. Bo Money is my alter ego. <laughs> Just ask for Q, man. Yeah, Q Q Q <laughs> Sun Tzu once said, in the midst of chaos, there is also opportunity. Right now, we live in a time where everything is chaotic, so much so that we can't even see it. And that's what we were saying about this umbrella. Oh, there's opportunity for us within the midst of this chaos. We just got to be bold enough to seek it. Mm. Peace. All right.